Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, a lot has happened since I last uh, said hello to you guys. Andrew Filipponi, Chris Muller, Donnie Football together on this fourth day of January 2024. It is the first show, I guess, of a new season with the three of us talking uh, sports with you from two to six here on The Fan. And that was Chris Hoke saying that this decision by Mike Tomlin to go to, Russ, uh, to, go to Mason Rudolph and what, got, what went on with Pickett behind closed doors last week shows that Kenny is not entrenched as the Steelers franchise quarterback. Uh, Melzi, do you remember your first kiss? Yeah. Who? Uh, a neighbor girl, actually. Tongue? I think so, yeah. How old? You'll laugh because you won't believe me. I think I was literally like seven years old. The tongue went in? I think so. Dottie, are you hearing My this? My recollection. Tongue at seven? I think it calls for a congratulations. <laughs> on all your on success. On all your success. Even more so, she was a year and a half older than me. I think she was nine at the time. Man. Balsy got to first base at seven. But then I was stranded there for a while. Yeah. Couldn't even move me. I couldn't get moved over. What anything. happened to her? I don't know. She's normal life right now. I think she, I'm assuming she's married with children. Was there and was there ever a point before Alex came into the picture no. where you wanted to No. Get back in the batter's box? No, there was no. A, she was literally a neighbor girl that lived two doors down. Right, but I'm saying and if her you mom or dad are listening to this right now, they're probably your laughing. late teens and early 20s. You never no. thought about around two, huh? Well, no, because she was literally, like I said, almost two full years older than me. We weren't running in the same circles. Donnie, how about you? I don't know, like 12 or 13. Remember the early girl? middle school. Remember who? Yeah, I do. Name? I'm not giving a name. Listen to this guy over here. Won't kiss and tell. I'll tell you exactly. Fifth grade for me. Caitlin Brower. Caitlin Brower. Yep. I bet you that's a low point in her life. It was, and it was in a, like... It, it was. Probably. I mean, it was, like, in a room, too, where it was one of those, like, truth or dare type situations. Really? Or spin the bottle kind of th- so things. So th- this yeah. was only a consequence for her as of, of playing a game, I think there like, was, honestly. Uh, I think there was a little bit of... Uh, I think you could have cut the sexual tension with a knife. I think there was something there. Yeah. I do. But you just said it was probably a low point for her. Yeah, I don't think I did a very good job. What did you do? Like biter? Like there a vampire? <laughs> like a vampire? There wasn't a second kiss, or there wasn't anything after that. It was one really? and done. Yeah. Uh, how much can you do with one little smooch? Well, the the reason I'm bringing this up is because when you have a when you have a life moment, like something like that, you didn't forget this girl. Donnie apparently has this 
thing he where he won't even tell. tell us who it is, for crying out loud. Yeah. Um, I think you try to figure out, like, the meaning of it. What is there anything deeper there? What, what's the what's the point of this? What does this all mean? When it happens for the first time. And this is happening to Kenny Pickett with the Steelers for the very first time. He's lost his spot. And I know over the last few days since I've been out, what I've been thinking about is, okay, so how how far does this go? Is it like a blip? Is it a one-time thing? He gets benched for a quasi-playoff game, the biggest game of the year. He doesn't play. It's not about injury anymore. It's about Mike Tomlin believing that for this huge game, Kenny Pickett isn't as good as Mason Rudolph, even though Pickett went into the Lions den and beat Baltimore last year and beat them earlier this season. He still trusts and believes in Mason Rudolph, a guy that he had buried on the depth chart more than Kenny in year two when year two first-round pick quarterback supposed to make a huge jump. Tomlin says, screw that. I think Mason, and I agree with him, Rudolph gives the Steelers a better chance to win this very, very important game. But what else does it mean? Like, it, it does... Does Mike? It's like to me when Matt Canada got fired. What what kind of Pandora's box did that open up for the Steelers beyond just that huge out of left field move? What does this say about Kenny Pickett's future with the Steelers? Like I wrote down on our sheet today, do I think Kenny Pickett gets his job back in 2024? I'm honestly not sure. And right now, if I had to. Sports talk radio, proverbial gun to my head. I would say no at this exact I moment. Would th- I would say that the most shocking, not shocking, but the most striking thing you can say about answering that question is it is no longer exclusively up to Kenny Pickett whether he gets his job back in 2024. It involves the way somebody else and the team performs, either over the next game or in a scenario where I think it would be so, very tough for him to get his job back. If Mason Rudolph takes them into the playoffs and wins a game, right? how on earth do you not have, at bare minimum, a wide-open competition? But then I think, okay, so if it plays out that way, I think you and I think fans would clamor for Rudolph to get another, uh, to get the gig for next There's year. There's a curiosity factor that goes but with that. Let's, let's say let's say they hit a dead end, dead end here and it's over. Mm-hmm. Season ends. Rudolph, whatever... Uh, numbers or stats you want to say for him, but the season ends on Saturday in Baltimore. Kenny Pickett will not have played since the since the Cardinals game. Is Mike Tomlin in the offseason without having Kenny Pickett played any more football? Is he going to make the decision very quickly in the offseason? I'm I'm cool. I'm comfortable. I trust going back, and he for 2024 is going to be number one on our depth chart. I mean, Without what you, even looking, what do you or, think Omar Khan and Andy Weidel would well, say to that? Right. So that's why if Pickett had gone right back in, if he was starting this Baltimore game, then we would have we'd have an answer that despite how well Rudolph played, what fans might want, hell, even what that locker room might think, this is still Mike Tomlin's guy. He's at least. They're at least on a break, to use another relationship analogy. They're at least on a break right now. He's at least dating around with one, with, with, uh, I was going to say something else, with Magnificent uh, Mason for now. And, okay, so Mike Tomlin 
doesn't trust Kenny Pickett in this game. He's going to potentially with a seven-year drought of not having won a playoff game, he's going to want to go back to that well next year and just trust that things are going to be different. I mean, I think this, I think this, uh, at least from Tomlin's perspective and what he might want, I think that this brings into play uh, free agent quarterbacks and trade quarterbacks and draftable quarterbacks. Now, he might get Art Rooney's iron fist that says, no, Mike, we're staying the course with Kenny Pickett. We're doing this. Kind of like when uh, Art decided that Ben Roethlisberger was going to get a send-off year. Well, but if, if left to his own devices right now, if it was Mike yes. Tomlin's call, I don't think Pickett would be their starting quarterback to start week one of next season. I don't at this moment. The the strongest, well, I don't have a good feel for it, and so I'm not, well, no, it's sports talk. I'm supposed to take a side here. Crap. I'll agree with you for one reason. We got this sideline stuff from uh, NFL Films where he's saying, don't go conservative. We want throw the ball rhythm passing to win this game. We have evidence from the Bengals game about the way he handled getting the ball back near the end of the first half to try to just tack a field goal on and the risk inherent in doing that, passing the ball repeatedly when you could give them the ball back yeah. and let them, what, double up on you potentially? Mm-hmm. He hasn't done that. He's shown with action and how he has coached and managed game situations these two weeks more faith in Rudolph than he has any quarterback since Ben Roethlisberger was here. He has. And all it took for Rudolph was really playing, like, his ass off for 27 minutes of a football game or whatever for Tomlin to say, let's keep trying to throw the ball down the field and make this a 24-0 game. He correctly gave Rudolph and Sullivan the keys to run a pass play to fully ice that game yesterday or two or whatever on the weekend. Yeah. You know, Rudolph says it was an easy pitch-and-catch play. Ask yourself this question. If it's Kenny in there and – the, and, Granted, it's a it's a weightier question because you have to assume that they've also played a good game like that. Would he definitively give Kenny the reins to pass the ball to win there? He might think because they've run the ball so well and Seattle can't stop that, just stick stick with it. Possible. I think Mason's success made it tougher for him to just default to that, and obviously he didn't go with that. He exhorted his play caller to call a pass play. I, th- I just think this point has not been completely lost. I don't want to say that, but I think because of – why Kenny didn't uh, back up, why he wasn't the emergency quarterback, what he said um, at his locker yesterday, what you guys have talked about in here while I've been out. like That has clearly, because it's such a polarizing, controversial topic, that has obviously taken uh, center stage. Like That's what people have wanted to debate. Do you believe Kenny? What do you think of this whole thing? Do you trust the reporting? All that. What can't be debated or uh, debunked is the action of a first-round quarterback losing his job right now for this huge game. And just the the ramifications of something like that. I mean, it's, if, if Mike Tomlin doesn't trust Kenny Pickett right now, when we get into the offseason, he finds out Justin Fields is available. By the way, a guy that he liked more than Trevor Lawrence in that draft. He's not going to have eyes for that guy? When he gets on his draft day and senior bowl tour and he sees Michael Penix and guys like that, you're telling me there's not a chance he gets smitten with I think that? there's a chance he gets smitten with either guy. Right. I mean, Penix, the lazy comps on Penix are, oh, he's mobile. He's not really that mobile. He's more like Mason Rudolph on steroids, a guy who throws the ball great deep. 
and moves around well enough to avoid sacks. But yeah, I mean, it threw the door open because I think, you know what I think opened Mike Tomlin's eyes? He had watched an offense that was not a good offense for so long. And then he watches a guy with no pedigree probably anymore in his mind who'd been an afterthought. You watch it get executed at a high level. Not only do you maybe reevaluate that particular player, Mason himself, you'd be crazy not to reevaluate what you had seen from the two players who took the position prior, especially the one you spent a first Chris, round pick on. How could you not? Art wanted to fire Matt Canada, not him. How do we know now that, and Mike Tomlin said he's not thinking to himself, well, this proves all along that it was the quarterback that was the problem and not my offensive coordinator. He might think that. Don't you think at least if this goes on for another game, there would be at least a little validity to the idea? Yes. If I, it goes on for another game, he might want to go to Art at the end of the year and, and make a case for Sullivan to be their offensive coordinator next year. I mean, I saw Orlovsky breaking them down on that front, and he said essentially they're running three running plays, and then they've done a little bit of different stuff out of the gun in play action. I mean, just, go, just to go around the room here quickly, do you feel like Kenny Pickett's future with the Steelers is in trouble right now as a starting quarterback? Yes. Yes, so do I. Donnie, yes. the third guy on this? There. Clean sweep like our picks. Let me ask you guys a second question, though, around the room. Do you think, based on merit, it should be in trouble? Yes. Donnie? Yeah, it should okay. be. Unanimous again. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When Mason Rudolph got benched for Duck Hodges, there was almost no coming back from that. He didn't get his job back until now when he's starting because... Mike Tomlin thinks at the moment he's better than Kenny Pickett. Um, that's how much Mike Tomlin's opinion of Mason Rudolph changed while watching him struggle back in 2019. A four-interception game, gets hit on the head with his own helmet, stinks in Cincinnati, gets benched for Duck Hodges. So you can lose it with Mike Tomlin fast. Is that, is that what's happening with Kenny Pickett? He's getting benched right now. And lost in the uh, debate over what went down in Seattle. That's the bigger point. And now the question becomes what happens to Kenny Pickett moving forward. We all agree that his future as Steelers starting quarterback is in big trouble. Let's see what you think. Fan Hotlines presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing, heating, and conditioning provider for over 50 years. 412-928-9370. Here is Joseph and Hopewell to start us off. Hello, Joe. 
Oh, man, thanks for getting me on. You guys are great. Thanks, and listening Joe. To the Happy show New Year, buddy. Thank you for that. Happy New Year's. So here, let's just get to the facts here. You know, Mason Rudolph come in. They had a first-round grade on him. He started as a freshman. His stats, statistically, if you look at the stats, his stats were better than all of the guys. Three times as good as Trubinsky. You're talking about in he college actually, or a time on yeah, the Yeah, out of here. college. Okay. I get it. Yeah. I mean, it's college. But still, it's still it's something. He came out. He was rated as the number one long ball passer in the game, you know, coming out of college. We brought him in. You don't give somebody a chance by giving them six games here, two games here. You give him a chance like you gave Kenny. If you had a first-round grade on this guy and you had him in your camp the whole time, I don't understand how these people could be so blind. I mean, what are they watching with blinders on? I'm pretty sure in training camp and at practice, he's fucking putting the ball right on the line. You know, where it's got to be. Okay, so it sounds like you think Rudolph's taking the ball, he's run with it, and he's not giving the job back. Do I hear you right, Joseph? Uh, well, I, first off, I'm a big Kenny Pickett fan. I was. I like Kenny, but I think Mason Rudolph is your franchise quarterback, and he's been sitting on the bench. I mean, uh, that's what I believe. He sits in the pocket like Joe Namath. <laughs> I mean, he's back there, and he's Holy able cow, to. Joseph. The guys in the Hall of Fame and authored Joe, the biggest comeback in Super Bowl you, history. Guy, and now you're telling me he's Joe Willie Namath. Super Bowl history. I'm right. just telling you, I like his coolness. I like the way he stands in the pocket. I like the way he I surveys think, the field. Joe, I do I think like the those way are, he does it. Joe, I, make, I, I agree with you, man. I think those are two things, the, the pocket sense and the coolness and the way he has moved around within the pocket to get angles to throw the football. Uh, I do think those are two things that would have me, if I were the head coach of this football team, looking long and hard about Kenny and wondering if he's the future, and w also wondering to what Pony brought up earlier in the show, was it the offense or the person running it? Pony, the play that, that most exemplifies, I think, what Rudolph has brought to them, third and seven, it looks like on the live broadcast in that Seattle game, he's getting swallowed up. You can't even see him. And then a football just appears out of nowhere. And Pickens, to his credit, makes one of the best catches you'll see all year. Uh, but the ball doesn't even get thrown uh, with Pickett or Trubisky. I don't. I don't think if Mason Rudolph had give, been given that entire season, 2019, Duck never comes in. He gets to ride the whole thing out. I don't think we see him make strides like he's making now. I really believe that sitting on the bench, having it uh, reinforced to you over and over again that you're not good enough that this team doesn't think you're good enough and drafted a guy and signed a guy, having nobody want you in free agency, I think that all of that <clears throat> has allowed for Mason Rudolph to play with a lot of the freedom and carefree attitude that we've seen in these two games. I don't think it happens that way if he just is given the job and they give him a 20-game runway early in his career to see if he can well, sink or swim. What I wonder about is if they don't give Ben the Art Rooney – uh, farewell year if Art Rooney doesn't say we're going to give him 2021 because uh, I don't think they wanted to bring him back I think that's what the pay cut was designed to do was was given a weird parting I wonder how Rudolph does if it's his job then in 2021 better one, but I don't think he's playing well, like this Chris the one thing I can't really because the Lions game no I know but the one thing I have a very hard time explaining with him is how sitting out that long and not playing meaningful football basically for several years how I think he got so much better at standing in the pocket because I don't think he was good at that in 2019. I think he was very weak in that regard. So how did he get so much better at a thing that you would only think somebody could improve on with a ton of reps? That's, that's what I can't explain. When I said he stinks before the Bengals game, my biggest reason why is I said he's a less mobile, equally skittish in the pocket version of the other two guys they've had. He's not. 
He's standing in there like he's got brass balls all of a sudden. Adrian's next. Hello, Adrian. Hey, um, Pony and uh, Mosey. And Donnie's here. Don't forget about him, Adrian. Yeah, Donnie football. What's up? Yeah, hey, uh, this is – you still won't get rid of this topic. This is the worst take of of all time for you, will you? What's the worst take of all time? Rudolph stinks, Pony. He stinks. Okay, he 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 he. Uh, the pass to George Pickens when he fumbles at the end, if he throws it on, if he throws it on the money, it's a touchdown. He had to slow up to catch the ball. He had to stiff arm a guy and ends up fumbling the ball. He the, also there was a pass in the Seattle game he, to George Pickens he, for a first down. Pickens had to jump fifteen feet in the air to get it. He like he he airmailed that ball. Okay, so this, so, reality- so, so so if Rudolph stinks, what's Kenny? Kenny only had one game, and he looked just as good as this guy did, and actually better against Cincinnati. So you think Tomlin's okay. making a mistake? Pickett should be starting this game against Baltimore. Uh no, you run you run with the hot hand right you, now. But, but I'm you, talking. You said, you, said I'm talking about, Adrian, you said there's no hot hand. You're saying you what he stinks. did against Seattle was a fluke. He didn't do anything impressive. The throw wasn't good. I, a better throw is a touchdown. There's no hot hand to speak of by your logic. He's been carried I, to I two under- wins. I don't think okay, you understand me... that. I don't. In 2024, Pickett is the guy. But right now, if, if just say they're playing Baltimore. It's going to be a tough game. Adrian, not be all... you just said that the guy stinks. Why would you then say two minutes later you're in favor of him playing the biggest game of the year? Why would you want because... a quarterback who you think sucks to play a play-in game for the playoffs? Because I don't believe Pickett is all the way healthy. Oh, he... my God. It's, yes, he, he is. I don't he's believe been it. Back he's for over, it's He's more he's than healthy. 30 days removed from a surgery that he returned from 28 days in college from, Adrian. Okay, he. but you still got to get the reps and, 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 and you know what I'm saying? No, you don't like, have to I get the believe... reps. Mike Tomlin's put Kenny back in with minimal reps before in Adrian, his call back again. I got to let you go just because we're up against it here. But, man, did you deal with this the last two days? Yes. I like Adrian, but that's just... I dealt with more like, Muller, you suck. Mostly. You hate Kenny, did, you're out to get him, you've been trying to assassinate did his kiss character. kiss my ass, Mulsey dude, call back in? Um, What was the guy's name? Joe in Brownsville? We threw him off badly on no, Tuesday. No, the, the guy who called in on Friday and said no. at the end, hey, Mulsey, kiss my ass. No, we had Joe in Brownsville. Did you hear about that, Donnie? No, what happened here? Some guy waited on hold for a while and then called in and made, I think, he made an argument that neither one of us agreed with, but we gave him the time to speak his mind and say what he wanted mm-hmm. to say. And then at the end, he was so incensed with Mulsey. He said, you know what, Mulsey, kiss my ass. What did I say to set him off? Didn't I say you made a decent point there, but I hated your tone so much, yeah, basically? Yeah, did. Uh, no, I had a guy call in Tuesday, though, Joe in Brownsville, who's, who kept calling me a wise guy. Like, yeah, I was, you know, like I was in Goodfellas. And, and then just ended his call with, you know what, you're just the ultimate wise guy on this, aren't you? All right, Mason Rudolph's final practice before he gets an opportunity to make it three for three and get the Steelers to the playoffs Saturday against the Ravens. Kenny Pickett benched Chris Hoke talking about the Pickett Gate stuff and said, I think it shows he's no longer entrenched as the Steelers franchise quarterback. That Mike Tomlin's opinion on him has changed, that he doesn't look at him as the unquestioned starting quarterback of the team. And uh, if this were week five, Kenny would have time to get his job back. And 
Mason Rudolph, you could argue, would have time to screw it up. Right. To give the job back. Right. But this is it. And Mike Tomlin with some legacy stuff on the mind uh, on the on the uh on the line to some degree. You lose, that's two years in a row without a playoff berth. That's another season without a playoff win. I mean, there's a lot for him that goes into this game. It's a very, as he likes to say, weighty decision. And he's picking Mason Rudolph. And for as much as that's a pro Mason Rudolph, what have you done for me lately? Three outstanding games where we've scored more than 30 points in each game. It also has to be looked at as a anti-Kenny Pickett thing. Well, the way Chris framed it is a very clean way of putting it, and I like it. But it's something similar to what I've been thinking, which is if Kenny even had on his ledger at some point, I will say two or three games over his first 24 starts where you saw him go for like 300, three touchdowns, or even like a four-touchdown game, like a couple of games where he just carried the team to wins, I truly believe he would have gotten the job back for Seattle. You would have said, thank you, Mason. That's an unbelievable like performance you gave us when we desperately needed one because he wasn't healthy enough to go. But he's the guy. And the numbers would look so much better for Kenny at this point in his career with a couple of those games I described that I think it would have been an easy call. You take Kenny at his word, one game from Mason Rudolph wasn't enough for him to lose his job. It took hit, it took Mason going out to Seattle and having another big game. For the record, I don't believe that. I think Mike Tomlin knew who his starting quarterback was going to be in Seattle five minutes after since he ended. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Let's keep the conversation moving here. Uh, Chris is in Shaler. He's on the fan. Hello, Chris. Hello. I have two two thoughts. One is we know that Tomlin uh, has said that he doesn't always communicate with the media or is clear with the media, mm-hmm. and he loves to keep things in house. Is it possible that he was more of a Rudolph proponent, but the front office wanted them, based on the investment, to stick with Kenny Pickett and Trubisky, and that maybe it just came to a point where it was so do or die that they made the move to Mason? No way. No way is Omar Khan in the middle of a football season dictating to Mike Tomlin who his starting quarterback should be. What about Art? It's more Art. What about if it was Art? I don't think Art would tell Mike to play Mitch Trubisky over Mason Rudolph or Kenny Pickett. Chris, the main reason I would say I don't buy the theory you're putting out there is if Tomlin was more of a Rudolph guy, I think Rudolph starts against the Patriots at bare minimum. Or, no, I should say bare minimum against the Colts and possibly comes in at halftime. If Tomlin was a Rudolph believer, I don't think they signed Mitch Trubisky to be a starting quarterback on day one of free agency, Chris. that, That too. Or give him an extension after. Uh, all right, Chris, so what do you think this all means for, for Kenny Pickett? If you're still there. You still I, don't, there? I, I, think, I think Mason Rudolph is the better quarterback, period. And I've, I've always felt that way. So you don't think Kenny's going to get his job back next year? I, I don't think that – I think in a, if it's a fair competition, I don't think he can beat out okay, Mason Rudolph. Okay, but saying no. it that way makes me think that you might believe it's not going to be a fair competition Well, because of again. where each guy was drafted. Don't we hear all the time that first-round picks, because it, it's true, get more of a leash and a chance? Yeah, but I will give – yes, but I will give Tomlin a little bit of credit for something here. Whoa, I, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I know. Cut I know. this, Donnie. Stop the presses. Uh, Jalen Warren and Najee Harris is pretty much a 50-50 thing now. One guy's undrafted, one guy's a first-round pick. It's a rare case where he has let somebody's performance has has forced his hand. Here's the the great irony of this whole discussion is 
It is much, just strictly based on number of games played, it is much more plausible that we actually don't know what the real Mason Rudolph is long-term than we don't know what Kenny Pickett is. Right? Because just, Pickett's had more starts He's played than him. double the number of games as a yeah. starting quarterback. But, I mean, is it, am I being unfair here? No. But I, I didn't think we I didn't think we needed a body of work from Mason Rudolph because of where he was drafted. And I put more stock into where they actually picked him than and where they, they graded picked ahead him. of him, the guy he was throwing to. Mark is next. Hello, Mark. Hey, guys. Happy New Year. Um, here is my thoughts. Um, I believe Mason right now is the guy that you, you run with. Um, I don't think Kenny – I didn't think Kenny was our future going forward anyway. However – Are you starting to think they feel the same way as you? Um, yes and no. Here, here's the thing, though, that I'm thinking about is the Steelers, that organization is known for, especially the front office, maybe this is the Roonies, probably is, it's probably Tomlin too, but they cannot admit when something's not working. They run things till the wheels fall off or what until something the, happens. What about the Canada situation, changing your mind a little bit on that? They... It sounds like Art Rooney, in fact, that's what this room believes. Art Rooney decided it was going poorly enough that he had to do something he hates to do, and that's fire a guy midseason. Right, and which he, and, and I agree with that. Um, but I'm wondering, and I think it's that very reason, too, Chris is going into next year. They're going to use the coordinators as, a, as an excuse to maybe – give Kenny another shot saying, well, they, they could say that, but then they'd also have to acknowledge that Mason in that essentially that same offense, just put up so many more points. Tomlin has openly acknowledged that just put up more points. The offense looks smoother. Tomlin's also said that it's hard to use the coordinators as an excuse because one to one Rudolph's done and, better. And Mark, if we now know that at least for this huge game, Mike Tomlin has a higher opinion of Mason Rudolph than Kenny Pickett. When other quarterbacks become available this off season, how far-fetched is it to think that he'll have a higher opinion of those guys than Kenny Pickett? Well, true. And, and I'm wondering what you guys think about going forward with the coordinator situation is going to be here. And I also think, and I want also want to get your opinion on, do you think this little stretch of wins with Mason, and say we even get into the playoffs, whether we get knocked off round one or what, do you think that this resurgence the last couple games is going to get Tomlin an extension? Yes. Oh, that's yes, it will. That's... And if they win a playoff game, I'd actually say I think that he deserves it. If they win a playoff game with Mason Rudolph as their starting quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I said before I thought that, you know, Art would be so maybe disgruntled that he would foist things on Mike Tomlin and say we're going to do a couple of things here. You need to get on board. Here's your extension, but we're going to reevaluate our process. I'm going to have a big say in the offensive coordinator, hire, et cetera. Uh, I think, I think now the only chance Mike Tomlin would, were to be somewhere else would be if he left on his own volition. But I, I don't, I don't feel like pounding the table or beating the drum on that at the moment. That well, he's been he's been removed. We get all those odds posts from like PR companies who yep. run who run websites that are betting websites. He's not even on the Chargers next head coach odds. He's not on the next coach to be fired odds or anything like that that they throw out there. One other thing about all of this, this whole decision, you know what Tomlin has to acknowledge too and, and has to know better than almost anyone? 
Just look at the buy-in on that offense since Rudolph took over. Yeah. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero. Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.